on the official drive. It's Lotus FM 98.3 if you're out in Port Elizabeth. How are you doing, South Africa? If you're worldwide or you're streaming around the globe as well, www.lotusfm.co.za. So, our topic this afternoon, and keeping in the mode of our topic, we're asking you guys, very, very, very simple, um... How to have a more eco-friendly festive season. Looking for you to get uh, onto your mobiles and contribute as well. 071-613-7803. Drop us your voice notes or your text views. Now, as promised, we have a special guest in studio today. His name is Puven Akia and he's a professional town planner with over 16 years of strategic planning experience. He's currently employed by the Itaquini Municipality as the Integrated uh, Development Planning Manager. He serves on various international bodies and he's also a sought-after speaker and facilitator at many international conferences and events. And he's this accolade is the publication of a book titled 20 to 30 Habits of Highly Sustainable People. It's an illustrated guide of simple actions to achieve the 2030 Sustainable Development Goals or SDGs. Let's say good afternoon and welcome to Lotus FM and the official drive. Puven Akia, how are you doing? Hi, Lloyd and listeners. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming through. Always a pleasure to have you in. Now, let's begin by talking about sustainable living. And it has been made into hashtags and is often trending. Now, it's seen as fashionable, but do people really understand, Puven, uh, what sustainable living is? Maybe you can unpack for us and uh, really give us a proper understanding and clarity about sustainable living. Thanks, Lloyd. Um, unfortunately, I feel that whilst the phrase of sustainable living, sustainable development has become a fad or fashionable, uh, many uh, communities don't have a f- or don't fully grasp uh, the idea of sustainable living. Uh, the dictum around sustainable living is really the choices that we make now or the choices that we have now should not uh, adversely affect future generations from enjoying the same benefits of using those resources. Unfortunately, uh, many communities are under the misconception. Uh, one, the misconception is that government is the champion of sustainable development. That's actually incorrect. Uh, each and every one of us are actually responsible for sustainable living and sustainable development itself. And the second misconception is that uh, sustainable living is a climate change agenda or a green agenda. Let's just unpack that. Um, environmental sustainability is one of the foundational uh, aspects of sustainable development, but so is social development as well as economic development. Mm-hmm. And with the advent of uh, the SDGs, we brought in the fourth pillar, which is around uh, human rights. So it's about achieving a balance between these four pillars to ensure that we actually um, live in a more sustainable manner uh, as we're going forward. Now, Puven, why is it so important that the uh, global community changes habits that have been practiced over the years? Yeah. Lloyd, I think the biggest challenge that we face at the moment is the belief that uh, somebody else will actually save the planet or find solutions to save the planet. So I think that's the biggest challenge that we face. And habits are probably the most difficult things to change Mm. uh, in in individuals itself. Uh, My task is not to frighten anyone. It's to encourage people... To, to actually make a change. So let's use it as an, uh, let's use an example to illustrate. Um, so we're heading to the festive season and one of the, uh, the practices that, that we do uh, is the breaking of uh, Christmas crackers. Mm, mm, so mm. let's just look at some of the stats. In the UK last year, 3 billion tons of single-use plastic mm. actually emanated from Christmas crackers. That's just... Just it may look crackers. small and something tiny, but you never... 90% wow. of those items that are found in Christmas crackers are discarded within the first two hours of, mm, mm, of it mm. being used. And within a year, 
because of the nature and the size of those items, they actually end up either in the rivers or seas. So approximately 2.5 million tons of single-use plastic end up in the sea just from one practice. Now, I'm not saying do not engage in the practice or anything of that sort. What I'm saying is let's look at a option that is more environmentally responsible. If we cannot find an op option that's environmentally responsible, let's discard of those items in a more environmentally sustainable manner. Now, uh, let's zone in on, on your book because you can tell us maybe some of the habits that, that are covered in your book and also what do you hope to achieve through, through the book? Okay. Uh, the book is titled 20 to 30 uh, Habits of Highly Sustainable People. Mm -hmm. It's a play on the words, uh, 2030, because that's the, uh, the timeline for the 2030 agenda in terms of sustainability. Uh, so some of the items, oh, but let me, before I even get there, uh, I like to think of the book as a, a book of common sense. Now, common sense is a sense that we tend to lack uh, most of these days. So that's why I like to call it a book of common sense. And some of the common habits that, that we should be looking at is, you know, the need to recycle, switching to renewable energy sources, uh, use of, uh, more use of public transport, uh, elimination of single-use uh, mm, plastic-like mm. straws and so forth. But also I cover aspects on items that we don't ordinarily think about. So from a health perspective and a well-being perspective, how do we actually reduce our intake of salt and sugar? Mm. How do we uh, maintain our vehicles a lot better so that we reduce emissions? How do we use um, uh, mechanics and, and service providers that are environmentally conscious? Um, not parking in special needs uh, parking allocations. Um, supporting businesses that are environmentally friendly. So go to a, uh, supporting a restaurant that is sassy, um, accredited you know, South African uh, Sustainable Fishing uh, Initiative, uh, for example. Raising awareness around gender equality, gender pay, gender pay parity. Uh, also vaccinating our kids. So it's common sense, yes. but we tend not to practice these these days. And, and, and it's very small changes, little changes that you need to be made aware of that obviously makes a bigger impact at the end of the day. All righty, so very, very interesting. We'll be back, back to the music and when we come back, more with Puven Akia. Interesting conversation with our special guest in studio, Puven Akia, the author of 20 to 30 Habits of Highly Sustainable People. Give us some tips as well, how to be eco-friendly this December. And of course, uh, looking forward uh, to uh, you being eco-friendly as well, not just in December, but uh, from today going on, guys, because this impacts uh, the future generations, not just us who are currently uh, on planet Earth at the moment now, uh, let's get back to our, our, our chat now. Puven, for adults that may say old habits cannot be changed or they are very difficult to change, uh, ensuring that children do not pick up these habits and instead practice more sustainable ways. How important is this? You know, Lloyd, uh, it is actually quite difficult to change habits. But I think it's a lot easier is if we get children to change the habits of their parents. Um, so moving forward... Uh, that's why we actually uh, developed this, this 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 book was to actually target uh, children. It actually started off a, as a as a work project for my for my kids, um, and then evolved into something a lot bigger. So, what I looked at was how do we change the habits of all of, all of society itself. Mm. So the best way was to actually start with uh, with children. And if we change their patterns, adults' patterns t uh, tend to change as well. So I'll give you an example. My six-year-old wouldn't want to use a plastic straw. Mm. 
when he goes to or goes out to eat. Right. So we've actually purchased a metal straw for him. Um, so when he goes out, he uses that uh, that metal straw. Uh, it also uh, taught him a little bit more responsibility because he needs to ensure that he takes it back away with him when he's when he's leaving. But uh, for him, that action is actually means that he is saving a dolphin which is far more important to him than actually using a plastic straw. There you yeah. go. Uh, the, the bigger picture. And now let's talk about a grassroots level and this needs to be a government to grassroots level movement across the world because which are some of the countries doing it um, the, uh, uh, well at the moment that you can maybe mention to us and perhaps maybe South Africa can learn from and even emulate? Uh, Lloyd, I'm going to answer that question in two parts. Uh, part one is... Really, um, sustainability is a concept uh, or sustainable development, the concept needs to be understand as a whole of society approach and not top down from government to grassroots. Mm. I think that's where the, the misnomer comes in that it is uh, government is the champion of sustainable development. But secondly, to answer your question more directly, countries that are leading around sustainable development, uh, for example, are Sweden, Finland, Korea, Indonesia, Japan, to name but a few. However, I do need to stress that these countries are concentrating on a few aspects. So give you an example. So Sweden is looking at the issue of waste minimization and the, the concept of eco-friendly mobility. Uh, Finland is leading with gender parity and gender equality. So I'll give you an example. Later this week, uh, Finland will inaugurate a 34-year-old female president, the youngest in the world. Wow. Um, That's young. So now I'm talking about putting actions to words. Mm. So just watch that space later this week. Korea is engaging around environmentally sustainability, but also disaster management. Uh, Japan, role of education and innovation. So there's many examples uh, as to where you can start. Uh, from a South African context, specifically Durban, uh, we're looking at embedding the SDGs as part of our strategy. Uh, earlier this year, I presented that body of work to the uh, United Nations at the headquarters in New York, and it's been recognized as one of the best practices. And I also co-authored one of the training toolkits around SDG localization. So whilst we can learn from other countries, other cities, we also have the ability to share some of our good practices with the with the rest of the world. So, Bhuvan, the festive season upon us already in December, taking a drive across uh, Durban over the weekend as well. You would think it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> people are flocking to the beaches, having brides and so on. Um, people will also be entertaining uh, at, uh, at home a lot in terms of family and friends as well. How can our people be more eco-friendly and obviously uh, ways that uh, uh, people can come across and make sure that we are eco-friendly during the holiday season? Lloyd, that's a bit of a tough one because to change people's habits is not the easiest thing. Right. But here are some options that, that we can um, try over this festive season. Is One, uh, let's re- reduce our salt and sugar intake. Um, use fresh herbs and spices instead of artificial flavoring in our foods. Uh, support our local fresh produce markets. Um, uh, one way of keeping fit and health and well-being is, is dancing. So, you know, dust off those old dancing shoes and get on the dance floor. Uh, volunteer our time towards a worthy cause. Um, try to buy items that have minimal packaging uh, because we know most of the packaging material ends up in the landfill sites. Mm. Um, and if possible, uh, let's look at repurposing some of the, the gift wrap, whether it be uh, shelf paper or even book covers. Um, 
reduce your intake of meat and incre- uh, increase portions of fresh fruit and vegetables. These are some of the small um, aspects that we can actually look at in terms of being eco-friendly. Uh, you've covered a lot in terms of the food and so forth, so I didn't want to go in and repeating those items earlier. Uh, there you go. Very simple changes, small little tweaks uh, this festive season and in your lifestyle as well going forward, but it makes a big impact and change in terms of being eco-friendly. Now, finally, uh, Puven, uh, we often hear that less is more. Now, this saying, can it be applied to sustainable living? Lloyd, uh, we can do a lot more with less. And I think in our current economic climate, we are actually forced to. Uh, But personally, I like to apply the law of karma to sustainable living. Uh, Loosely translated, the law of karma states that action, every action must have a reaction. And the same goes for sustainable living. The choices we make today will determine the life we lead in the future. So let's avoid negative externalities in the future by making positive changes now. All right, so a sport guru out in Cape Town says that apparently you're a big Manchester United fan. Yes, Lloyd. Uh, um, hi, Feroz. <laughs> All right, Feroz, you have a question for, for Puven very quickly before we close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puven, how are you doing? How are you doing, sir? I'm good, and you? I'm great, great, thanks. Just a quick thought. of We're not talking about sustainable development now. Your views on United's win over City... Uh, it was quite an impressive win. Uh, I think we're getting back to the, our previous form uh, and the form lines. Uh, it was a good match to watch and I think it uh, just helps a better future for us moving forward. Fantastic. There you go, Lloyd. I'll leave it up to you now. Thank you very much, Rose. <laughs> it's five minutes away from news coming up at the top of the hour. And of course, uh, Puven Akia, the author of uh, 20 to 30 Habits of Highly Sustainable People. Thank you very much for joining us on Lotus Femme on the official drive. Any final words to our peeps in general about being eco-friendly and uh, obviously putting there, even if it's even if it's the 1%, that 1% goes a long way if everybody contributes, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Lloyd, that is relatively easy and I say relatively easy because it's, it talks to re and I would like to call it we need to rethink our choices uh, refuse single use plastics reduce our consumption reuse as much as possible refurbish items that are old repair before we can replace repurpose let's be creative again recycle as the last option reward good sustainable practice but most important let's relax and rejuvenate. Great stuff. There you have it. Thank you very much, Puven Akia, for joining us live on Lotus FM. All the best. Okay. Thank you.